Hi, thanks for downloading Pep Talk. If you enjoy today's episode, why not get a free copy of Andy's book or my book by becoming a regular supporter? Visit us at solas-cpc.org and donate just £3 per month. Thanks so much. On with the show. Well, hello everybody and uh, welcome to another exciting episode of Pep Talk. I'm Andy Bannister from the Solar Centre for Public Christianity based in Scotland and I'm joined all the way from the other end of the country uh, by my co-host and partner in crime, uh, Christy Mayer. Uh, Christy, how is life at, at your end of the country today? Oh, continues continues to be, well, actually the weather's turned so it's not as nice but it's not very interesting, is it? But all is well. Thanks Andy, how are you getting on? I realise the number of times we start this podcast talking about the weather. I know, so- it's so British, isn't it? So annoying. What else can we talk oh, about? We are. Well, we don't just have like Dundee and London represented. We're going even further north today because joining us from about an hour and a half north of where I am, up in uh, Aberdeen, we have uh, Jim Grimmer. Jim, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Andy. Uh, Christy, thanks very much for the invite to join you today. It's a pleasure. Well, Jim, for people who don't know you, why don't you give us a brief sort of potted history of, you know, what's gone on in your life, what's brought you to the point where you're now sitting down at the other end of a microphone line uh, talking to us? Because your your bio is uh, covers all kinds <laughs> of things. And I'm not going to do it justice. So incredible. You, a bit of a potted history of, of who you are and the stuff that you're into. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Andy. Um, well, working life was really comprised uh, 20 years as a police officer in the home city of Aberdeen and 20 years in various management roles uh, in the oil industry. Um, Faith-wise, I'd gone to church for many years, but it wasn't until 2004 and doing an Alpha course that I actually became a Christian, and that really transformed my life. Um, first step in faith, 2005, I went to Iraq to train the Iraqi police. Um, God clearly spoke to me and to use the skills that I had, and, and that was an amazing year, and probably for the first time really gave me an opportunity to read my Bible um, from start to finish and working away for nine weeks at a time and home for three weeks. And then I got back into working for a friend in the oil industry. Um, it was 2013 that, in, with encouragement of a Christian friend, I started running a breakfast in Aberdeen. Uh, and I thought, let's just give people an opportunity to come together and hopefully I could be able to signpost them to appropriate help, etc., uh, so that started to grow, and then I met three other Christian businessmen, different sectors that we were working in, different churches, denominations, but they all had a heart to do something. So we created the Business Connection as a charity in 2014. Um, alongside this, back in 2011, I'd, I'd gone to Hillsong International Leadership College in Australia with my wife, Ashlyn. Uh, an amazing year at the, at the age of 50. It was a big step to leave my job and go there, but so many blessings, but so many challenges. But, you know, I saw God at work in amazing ways during that year. And it was the end of that year, I was praying about what I should do. And God really challenged me that we had church pastors, school pastors, street pastors. Why did we not have business pastors? Uh, and the second thing he said was, you get business pastors into a company and I will do the rest. So... The Business Connection was part of outworking that, really. Um, we continue to grow the, the Business Connection. 2015, I 
step back from full-time work to commit a couple of days a week to develop the Business Connection. 2016, we formally launched the, the Business Connection as a charity, probably in the last, the start of the last major downturn in the oil industry in Aberdeen pre, pre-COVID. And then we started having a monthly breakfast as well as a fortnightly breakfast with a, a guest speaker. In 2017, I had a conversation with the guys because in the conversations I was having with people coming to breakfast, guys in particular, it was clear that although they said they had a Christian faith, they were very reluctant to open up about having a Christian faith within the workplace. Uh, and that really was the start of planting some seeds that eventually became Thrive Conference. Um, we ran Thrive for the first time last year in Aberdeen. Obviously, it's a physical conference, a Friday evening and daytime Saturday. But this this year, because of COVID, we actually took it online. And obviously, Andy, we had yourself involved in in both conferences. Um, absolutely amazing. Just blown away, really, by what God can do uh, in these situations when you take a physical conference online and the access that gives you to so many more people. Um, coming back to the vision to go into the workplace, uh, I stepped out from a full-time job the beginning of 2018 uh, into Business Pastors. And the, and the vision for Business Pastors, the Business Connection obviously is for people to come to me in effect but business pastors is for me to go to people within the workplace. So we we now have employed male and female, what we call business partners. Uh, the company's called P3 Business Care. Uh, and P3 is actually from Proverbs 3 that, that says wisdom bestows well-being. So we have male and female business partners that visit a company a couple of times a week and developing trust and relationship with employees so that we can proactively identify and address issues before they become crisis. Because my experience from my, my career in the oil industry, that everything was very reactive. Something came to a crisis point, somebody went off sick, and then you were trying to address the issue. So I thought far better to try and proactively identify and address these issues before it, it becomes a crisis. So that's a very short summary of a, of a long period of time in my working life and, and some of my faith journey, I suppose. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is um, it's really rather insightful hearing about how you've kind of you've come through the police and then you've moved into business and and then seeing the need for some kind of care in the workplace. Mm. Um, why why do you think that 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 matters? Like how how have you found that your faith has shaped the way in which you engage with like P three business care and um, the business connection, particularly on a, an evangelistic kind of slant? How have you engaged in those different areas? Um, as a Christian witnessing witnessing to others? Has that been possible? Yeah, I, I guess what's driving me is, you know, the pre-Christian life, I suppose, like so many people, the life I led, um, you know, particularly my, my police career, that environment, um, you know, drinking and, and doing so many things that were wrong ultimately. But yet that day I committed my life to Jesus, 4th of October 2004, totally transformed my life and, and, and you know, experienced the Holy Spirit, etc. And, and I suppose one of the drivers for me is for people to, to be able to have that transformation in their life in a lot of respects. Um, and the, and the, the realisation that God has a plan for our life. He wants the best for us. Um, 
And particularly at, at the moment, as we've experienced, you know, these last months um, with the challenges that everyone's faced um, and, and the fears and, and the concerns and the worries they have, particularly in Aberdeen, you know, my, my home city as well, a, a massive downturn in the oil industry as well. So, again, I see it as an opportunity, both through the business connection and through P3. Uh, and as we know, you know, Scripture says to go to where the people are, just as Jesus did. You know, he wasn't waiting for people to come to, to him. He was going to where they were. He was engaging them in whatever circumstances they were in. You know, from, I often say, P3s for receptionists to CEO. You know, there's no one within uh, a business that we wouldn't engage with um, if they're open to engaging. And I've just seen fantastic opportunities to to share um, faith. You know, when you're speaking to companies about P3 business care, um, I'm very open that I'm a Christian. Uh, this is based on Christian values. And it's been really interesting. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to support and break into, in some respects, a massively secular business environment. Uh, but yet, if I'm challenged on my Christian faith, uh, I, you know, I explain to the CEO of a company, for example, if an employee has a conversation with us about what a, a particular topic, might be health, it might be relationships, might be whatever, that's a, a personal and confidential thing for them. So if a business partner's developed a relationship with an employee that they want to have a faith conversation, like everything else, that's personal and confidential. And, and without exception, that has been accepted. But, you know, people have said, okay, that, that sounds really reasonable. So in some respects, that gets us over the, the hurdle, if you look at it that way, that we're a Christian organisation trying to be within a secular business environment. But it's all about trust in, in relationship. Um, you know, the business connection, as I said, running breakfast events, people of faith and no faith would come to that breakfast events and, and over time develop that trust and relationship. So at some point they felt comfortable to open up uh, and then I could potentially signpost them to help. And exactly the same with P3. We're going into a work environment and, and it's been incredible how quickly people open up. It literally, you know, we, we, we start with a company visiting twice a week and literally within three or four weeks, someone is coming to us and saying, could I speak to you about something? Um, and so very often companies, CEOs, senior management are totally blown away by the engagement that, that we're having. But from my own background, as I said at the outset, that support has never been there. The ability to actually sit and speak to someone face-to-face -face in confidence, knowing that they'll be in next week, they're not in there to, to run some seminar and disappear again. Um, it's building up that trust and relationship that opens the doors. And and I've been blown away by, by how many people have some kind of church background. You know, they'll maybe say, my, my, my grandmother went to church or I used to go to church. Or there's often, very often, there's some connection in their background uh, to church, admittedly, maybe not always a good experience, and that's why they're no longer at church, etc. But these kind of things come out in conversation. Uh, and, and again, the power of prayer. People are, are, I think, just to be an encouragement to people that's listening, people are far more open for you to say, could I pray for you? 
or I will be praying for you in this particular situation, then perhaps people think. Um, because my experience in the workplace, when people open up um, and they're confiding in you and really led by the Holy Spirit as to when you might have that conversation. But, you know, times I've said, look, could I pray for you or pray with you? People have been very open to that. Um, so, yeah, I think just to be an encouragement, um, to be confident in your faith, one of the reasons that we created Thrive, as I say, I, I felt there was something to be done there. Um, and really through Thrive Conference, it's, you, you can pick up the recordings of Thrive Conference um, through the Business Connection YouTube channel. All the recordings are on there in various sessions. Um, but, you know, Transform Work UK, Ross Loker, she did a session with, with Andy around inclusion and really try to build confidence. Uh, and we've got to remember that we're in these situations. We're not alone. You know, we've, we've got God with us. And, and the many years that I've been working on development of P3, I've, I've always hung on to that, what God said to me back in 2011, you get business pastors into a company and I will do the rest. And, and I've always we've always prayed before we go into a company, etc. So I think if employees are praying before they go into their work in the morning and say, God, just put me alongside someone today um, that, that I could be Jesus to them ultimately. That's 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 great advice, Jim. I, what I like about uh, about that, like both the P three and the and the prayer stuff, is that's something you know anybody anybody can pick up because we can yeah. all you know listen to our colleagues. We can look for opportunities to be available and to pray. I want to ask you a question about something else you said in your bio at the start. You talked about how you became a little bit concerned through I think through business connection and other pieces that you were doing. You know, coming across Christians who were really kind of sort of hiding their faith away at work and sort of really quite nervous about putting their heads above the parapet. Yeah. What do you think are some of the causes of that? And how do we help people become perhaps just a bit more relaxed about being uh, a Christian in the workplace? You've given a couple ideas already, the kind of prayer and being willing to listen to people. Are there other things you've learned from your own experience and talking to others in terms of helping Christian men and women uh, to be more publicly Christian in their workplaces? Yeah, I, I think um, a bit of a burden of, of mine in particular is, is, you know, here's, as I shared, going to church for many years but not being a Christian. So I often think how many people are, are in that position, faithfully going to church, um, potentially serving in church, but yet not having that personal relationship with Jesus. And one of the breakfasts, I always quote this example, there was a guy who worked in one of the big oil companies in Aberdeen, just having this conversation, he says, oh, there's a faith room in the office and I see the Muslim guys going into the faith room, but I'd never be seen walking in there. And I thought, wow, you know, if, if he wasn't even willing to make that statement in effect, there's no way that he was going to have a, a conversation about Jesus in the workplace. Um, and, and it was one of the drivers, one of the things that really set me off on that path of, of thinking, you know, we need to do something to equip, empower, encourage uh, men and women of faith to be confident in their faith. Um, I, I suppose one of the challenges is that people maybe don't feel that they're equipped uh, or perhaps, you know, and this is touching right on to what you're doing, Andy, with Solas and, and your short talks, etc., which are fantastic, um, is that people maybe feel if, if I open up about being a Christian, someone asked me this particular question, what is my response going to be? 
uh, or or will I have the right answer or, or whatever. But again, it comes back to, yes, we are called as Christians to, you know, be reading our Bible and to be gaining knowledge of, of the word. But also, I think we get hung up in that too often. I think um, because we're in the workplace, we very often have relationships with colleagues. Um, so, and there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, look, I don't know the answer to that question, or I'm not the font of all knowledge, etc. Uh, and in some respects, being human, you know, they don't have the answer to everything. Um, but I, I think, again, coming back to the, the power of the Holy Spirit, looking looking as well for, for opportunities. I think very often uh, we, we're not, we don't have our eyes and our ears open. And there's lots of opportunities, particularly in this current climate, to be coming alongside colleagues, just to take that extra time. What I'm finding in businesses, um, when COVID first started, the first two or three months, companies were very proactive, calling their employees every every week, how are you, etc. But as time has gone on, that has reduced. And, and it's now very much... Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. And okay, we need to speak about this. This is what's happening in the business type thing. Um, mm-hmm. But from a Christian perspective, I think there's opportunities um, to be coming alongside people, to be looking for opportunities. But just, just it's a step of faith, ultimately, um, to step mm-hmm. out in the workplace to identify as a Christian. But I think so many, if you've been living the right life is maybe one way to describe it. Um, I'll share a very quick example. Um, when I cut back from full-time work to, to free up time for the business connection, incredibly, I got connected to two former police colleagues who had a company and said, come and work for us for three days a week and that'll free up two days for the business connection. I find myself back in the police environment, in effect, with maybe half a dozen colleagues in the office. The language is atrocious. Um, you know, every, it was just like being back in, in, in my days in the CID. I, I had an office to myself. I was doing business development. And I could hear the guys having this conversation in a language, etc. But when I would open the door and walk into the main office, that would stop. And over the time I worked for the company, every single one of them came to me individually and said, what's happened in your life? You know, this, this change that's happened in your life. And it gave me a, an opportunity to witness, share my testimony um, of the day I committed my life, the amazing experience of the Holy Spirit, etc., with every single one of them. So it, it comes back, and it's a great example of how you can be an influence um, and you're, you're being an influence on others without actually really being aware of it, ultimately. But I think the, the more the more you can live that Christ-like life and be an example, be a good employee, be a good friend in the workplace, be someone who goes the extra mile, um, is all sowing seeds for when people have challenges, that's the opportunity that they might think there's something different about you or even, I know you've got a Christian faith, can I speak to you about this? Um, And that, that can open the door. 
Uh, Jim, this is, uh, this is just such an encouragement for us to hear of just how easy it is to just be able to, it's so simple, isn't it? To be able yeah. to yeah. Uh, cultivate these relationships. Do you, just very briefly, I mean, do you have, um, one more story that you could share, share with us about what this looked like for you in the workplace? Um, I'll share a story from this week. Um, I, I was on a call, so f- Following COVID, we obviously had to stop our physical visits, but be maintaining contact with employees over the telephone. Uh, and I was speaking to a young guy this week. He'd he'd applied for a promotion, got a knock back, was really you know dejected, um, and, and he going off work for a, a, a sick for a week kind of thing. All part of the fallout from this. And, and I said, look, I says, you know, I've got a Christian faith. He says, yeah. I says, I start every day giving thanks for what I have. And you could just hear that sort of silence. I says, you've got a job at the moment. You've got an income. Um, you've, you've got a great relationship with your girlfriend. You've got a flat. You've got your health. You've got so much to be thankful for. And, and you could almost hear the penny drop kind of thing. He says, you know this? He says, you're, you're so right. And I says, I start my day... Um, I've got a little card up on my, on my wall, um, and I'll just read it out to you. I have the unmerited favour of God on my life, and his peace, vision, and protection. And, and every day I sit at my desk, and I just look at that before I start that day, and that's just exactly what I, I look at and, uh, and I speak out. Um, so that's just a simple example, I think, of someone that's in a situation but looking upon it negatively but it gives us the chance to look at it from a different perspective and, and be thankful for for what we have rather than looking at you know what we might not we might not have gained that promotion etc because we're you know we're more than what we do that's ultimately the the bigger picture Jim this has been absolutely fantastic there's been so much stuff in there as you described some of this I've been sitting here thinking gosh I wish I'd heard some of this back in the days when I was in the kind of secular kind of workplace thank you so much for sharing this and for what you're doing uh through business connection through thrive we'll put links to both those things uh in the show notes when this is released so so listeners can go and check that out and uh thanks for uh giving up uh 20 minutes of your time this afternoon been a pleasure guys thank you hopefully uh, as we said at the outset it's been helpful for some of the people listening there yeah i'm absolutely sure it has and uh thank you to all of you uh, listening home for uh, spending uh some of your time with us and uh christy and i will be back with another guest in two weeks time on the next episode of pep talk thanks for listening 